It's another episode of Raw Raw Room Radio with OG Willikers. Episode 27, this week's guest, Lindy Vision, a band consisting of three sisters out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. They've put out three records and they're getting ready to drop their fourth, Saturday, October 28th at Dual Brewing in Albuquerque. Let's listen to a little preview of the new album. Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
And I'm Carla. I play drums in the band, and I also play synth and drum machine. And my name's Dorothy. I am the lead vocalist. I also do lyrics and play synth. And my name's Natasha. I'm the guitarist um, in the band Lindy Vision. I also do some backup vocals. Welcome to the Rao Rao Room. So you're all sisters, right? Yes, we are all sisters. We share the same parents. And so, yeah, nice. that's... <laughs> well, you didn't mention that, so I had to make we sure... We didn't. That's, no. that's part of the <laughs> I guess sometimes we, we always assume people know that we're sisters mm -hmm. because it's kind of all over our social media stuff and... I don't know, but then then when we're live, like people never know that we're sisters because we look so different. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I always forget to tell people, yes, we are sisters by blood. And you're like, well, we already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell how we interact with each other that we're sisters? Yeah, yeah, we're family. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, welcome. Like I said, super excited to have you. You have a new record coming out. Yeah, we do. Um, but before we get really talking about that, let's kind of let our listeners here kind of know more about you. Maybe your origin, how you started playing together and found your sound and okay. whatnot. Yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Carla tells um, the story of us best, so I'll let her kind of do that. Um, I'll pass. Thanks pass for throwing me under the pass bus. The yeah. um, so our band formed when we were uh, teenagers, and you know we started listening to a bunch of bands that were coming out in the 2000s, like The Strokes. And really, it was The Strokes album is this it that kind of ignited our passion for wanting to create music. Because I would say after we all listened to that album and saw them live, we were just like. Uh, we kind of fell into our respective places. Like, I started picking up the drums because I loved uh, that concert, and I my favorite drummer is Fab Moretti, and I was just so blown away. So that's why I started playing drums. And then um, Nay, the guitarist, she started playing a guitar, and then Nay picked up, or Didi picked up vocals, and then before you knew it, we were all playing our instruments and uh, making music together that was similar to the bands we were listening to, like The Strokes, Kings of Leon, who else? Yeah, yeah, Interpol. Yes, Interpol. Yeah. All the hot New York bands, <laughs> except Kings Leon, they're not from there. <laughs> well, was there like um, an argument? Like, I want to be the guitar player. Well, I don't want to play. Like, like, <clears throat> did you kind of like fall like conveniently decide <laughs> which instruments, or was there a little bit of like a discussion? Like, I guess it was convenient. I like well, the drums. So. I think I always wanted to play guitar. Like, I always knew I wanted to to play guitar in some way and I don't think Didi or Carla had any desire to play guitar and just stuff. to clarify my real name is Dorothy but my family calls me Didi so a lot of times that confuses people um, but I do go by Didi that's like my nickname so sometimes people call me Didi like the Ramones nice oh. well that's helpful too in podcasts because no one can see us right now yeah right. So that's kind just of the a bunch cool of voices thing. floating around yeah, that's the cool <laughs> thing about this I'm like oh we don't have to be pretty or have makeup on we can just come in here looking slumpy oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the girls just naturally pick their instruments. Like, Carla loved drums, so that's what she did. And then Nay was the guitarist, and we didn't have vocals, so by default, I did vocals. And I wasn't, like, when we first started, I was really, I didn't know my voice. I was really awful. I was flat. I mean, even now, I'm still finding my voice. And 
And that's the exciting part about being in a band with my sisters is we get to grow together and get to see each other kind of evolve over that. And we fight. We do have like a lot of fights sometimes, but it's nice because I trust I think them. All bands do though. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to grow with these two I know, and to Oasis. not <laughs> come on Oasis, right? And I that's think that Gallagher, funny. the Gallagher brother, just released like a, a solo project. So I was surprised to see that. But yeah, with my sisters, like I. I mean, I felt a little bit shy and nervous, but I was like, these are my sisters. Like, it doesn't matter. So I think with other people, I would have been a lot more nervous and I think it would have been harder to really find my voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting you say that you were, you sort of sing flat and you're still finding your voice. Because I think we're all, I'm like that as a guitarist too. Like I play wrong notes or I'm still finding myself as a guitarist. And we're not, none of us are musically trained. So we're all sort of just feeling, like we still feel the music with each other and we're still like learning a lot. And so... Well, that's like the punk rock about you guys too. Yeah. You know, one um, when I before I read your your press kit and read like all the bands you were inspired by, I had listened to your music and kind of formed my own thing. And I was like, you guys reminded me of the Alkaline Trio, kind of. Do you you listen to them at all? Oh, yeah. They're they're like. I don't know. I'll show you some. Yeah, (laughs) but it's cool because it's like it's like kind of like pop punk, but like in minor. Like, ah. like, and and, the, and there was just tinges of it. Actually, when I when you said the strokes, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that that too for yeah. sure. Like, nice. in a good way, not like sounds just like that, but in the DNA, that's like you mm-hmm. can tell yeah. some of the inspirations. Yeah, like the passion to make music. Like, I think as we started listening to more and more music when we were growing up, we really gravitated towards bands that wrote music with passion, like Joy Division, and who weren't musically trained but wanted to play music, like, um, just like Velvet us. Underground. And yeah, Velvet Underground, same thing there. But yeah, we just gravitate towards uh, just songwriting and great songwriting. Yeah, it's cool. I like I like the. Oh, I can't remember today. I was at work today. <laughs> uh, I work in a bar and I forgot my headphones. I was so mad and I was mopping, opening the place, and I just put your records on the the, the system in the whole bar, and I was just bumping it. There's what I wish I could remember right now, but there's this one guitar riff that I was oh, like, wow. that is a sick riff. Oh, nice. So I wish I could tell you exactly what <laughs> it is, like, but but no, okay. it's cool. So you all have, like, pretty good style going, and, and your voice is very powerful, actually. I, I was impressed. It's, like, confident and strong. The, you know, a bad vocalist will ruin a band, and you guys are really got it going, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah that was a lot of my fear as we were developing um, our sound. I was always afraid that I would let my sisters down or my family down um, because I wasn't going to be a strong vocalist, and so I really have, str- like, strived to to just be a strong vocalist. I don't even call myself a singer or a lead singer because I, I kind of hate that because I think people get this image in their head that you're going to sound like, I don't know, Adele or Leaky Lee <laughs> or just something pretty. And it's not that I don't sound pretty. I just kind of do these like offbeat sort of like Nina Simone, like spoken word thing. Like that's my style. And I almost try to sound like a guy sometimes like I almost want to mimic male vocalists more than I do female vocalist and so I kind of yeah I'm glad it's not <laughs> it doesn't hurt people's ears anymore well, it doesn't sound like anything <laughs> like it sounds like maybe inspired by things I've heard before but it's yeah. not like oh they sound just like name mm-hmm. another band you know yeah. it's like so it's yeah. pretty cool to like I'm actually stoked um that I've been listening to you this week i'm like dang i should have heard of you sooner i mean i heard of you when you played at meow wolf i saw the flyers for that yeah. and i'm pretty sure saga has a t-shirt of yours 
I've, yeah. I think I've seen him wear it before. So, <laughs> oh, so. but you didn't show up. What happened? <laughs> that, was, that was like a year ago, wasn't it? That was like yeah, that was like year. last year. It was 2016. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and at the t- I think he may have told me, but I didn't like know. You know, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, he actually helped us get us on the bill for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've so. gotten closer since then, actually. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't as tight a saga. Then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, that way. <laughs> well, I, went, I went to your last show and I still hadn't heard you before. Uh, yeah. But now that I've heard you, I'm definitely gonna, you know, make an effort to to see you guys. Oh, thanks. Thank you. So <laughs> um, but no, it was fun to like listen to you grow in the last week because I've been listening to your because every year you've put out a record for the last four years that's really cool that's yeah, super that's dedication focus that's yeah. always been our goal to always release something once a year yeah it keeps us motivated I mean that's part of the the whole vision is to always keep the momentum of your dreams and if you do let it go by for too long it does uh, you might get too tired and you might not get back up so. Yeah, I mean, I have songs I haven't released that I'm still working on that are probably older than your first EP. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm inspired by your your um, ability to finish something and get it out there. That's the yeah. biggest problem with musicians. Yeah. yeah, and this was ironically one of our fastest <laughs> records, like the writing and then the recording. I don't know if it was the fast. It was I mean, definitely, we didn't have a lot of time for each other. We were all two of us full time. It and, was definitely the hardest album to finish for yeah. us. Um, we just had a lot going on in 2017. We had a lot of tragedy, a lot of family issues. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't even think we would make it to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, I think that was the hardest challenge for us. Because we were supposed to go in May of 2017 and we pushed it all the way back till to July, I think, and mm-hmm. July August time period, and that was like, if we didn't get it, get in the studio by July or August, we probably weren't. We're gonna have to really wait till 2018, and so it was really hard for us to like get with it. But if we would have went in May, we would have really had no songs to record. So. Yeah, a lot of them are written. <laughs> yeah, fast. yeah, mm-hmm. we had we had no material by May, and so that was part of the reason why we had to push our studio time back. And and luckily, the studio we work with, um, Sonic Ranch in Tornillo, Texas, luckily, they are really kind-hearted and worked with our schedule. Cause, so I don't you know travel if, to record? Yeah, we travel to okay. this studio. Um, we've worked with local people before, and we've thought of doing that again, and we might. But the actual, like, physically going to a studio and just actually working on your album and doing things... Just that's the project that really t- takes you into a different space as an artist. Like you feel, I don't know, you just feel at peace and you feel like I'm here for a job because we all have full time jobs. Like making music isn't our full time job. Obviously, we w- I mean maybe one day it will be, but right now it's it's a very huge hobby of ours, and we've invested a lot into it, a lot of money, a lot of time. And so yeah, when you get to go to an actual studio and get out of the your normal day-to-day space like it really changes kind of how you work as a per like as an artist so yeah we leave <laughs> we no, leave down we leave cool. the city that's cool. yeah because it's like a sonic ranch like it's literally a ranch really yeah, and you get to be oh, in cool. the just amongst nature and it's yeah. it reminds us of where we grew up which was las cruces oh okay and it reminds us of home dirt roads mm. and not a lot of people houses are not right next to each other and they're very yeah. spread apart so it's just awesome. where, like how we grew up. Yeah, it's a beautiful place if anybody ever gets the chance. And they feed you. 
Yeah, you, you. So, yeah, it's so like you actually stay there and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. a full on. Wow. You and get lodging. Wake up early. We had like a full That's like. So awesome. What was it like? Five bedroom house to ourselves. Oh yeah, nice. yeah, because they have different lodging <laughs> yeah. areas, and yeah. so you you really feel like. You're saying it's a hobby, and you're already living like rockstar. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, you're a lot of grads make you feel like that. We you're were spoiled this last. Time. You feel like you're a celebrity there. It's like really awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, we were spoiled. I record all my stuff here, which is it. I live here too, so it's yeah. very different. It's I mean, that's why I don't get anything done because it's like my house. Like oh, you know, I'll just go. You yeah, know. It, it changes yeah. things when you're like, I paid X amount of dollars to this studio, and I have this studio time. Like you will work because yeah. you're like, I have nothing else. Like there, this is what I'm paying for. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like an education or something. Like I know there are some p- students who don't go to class, but I was like, I'm paying for my schooling, so I'm gonna go to class. Yeah, because I'm paying for it. So. That's in high school, I, I skipped studio. class. In college, <laughs> I went to class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it turns out if you go to class, you learn stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that until college. <laughs> it's, kind <of> <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So cool. Wow. I'm super impressed by that. I didn't. See, these are the facts you get from podcasts. Yeah. Things you wouldn't know from just listening. Yeah. Yeah. I forget that people, because we put all of our credits and stuff on usually in our digital stuff I guess iTunes it doesn't say what studio you worked at it just kind of says um, if, what record label you're on but on Bandcamp you can find out like what studio we worked at um, if you have an actual physical CD of ours you'll find out where we recorded everything mm-hmm. but yeah I guess the digital world you kind of lose that element of mm-hmm. the know-how even when I was looking because I found Sonic Ranch by looking at um, bands that I like listening to, I wanted to see what studios they worked at. And it happened to be Sonic Ranch. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh. I'm going to so. look it up after you. Yeah, we're totally plugging Sonic Ranch. But it was yeah. it's really quite close to Albuquerque or the Southwest. And that was the surprising part for me because um, bands like that we love, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and Beach House, they have all recorded there. And so I always in my head imagined these bands recording in New York or in London or something somewhere fancy and I'm like oh my god this is Sonic Ranch it's like right outside of El Paso (laughs) right next to our hometown it's still fancy it's fancy oh no I love it it's because it's southwest like fancy yeah if that's even a thing the music capitals like that's what she was referencing like New York and yeah like Austin yeah that's where people go to record yeah I just didn't think we had such a, a great studio this close to us that international artists came to and so that was the surprising part not that we don't have good local studios because we definitely do i think we have santa fe has frog studios right the frogville records yeah yeah they, that's that's a good spot there used to be Stepbridge, uh which was a great spot i used to, that that's where i kind of got started um or that was my only official real audio engineer job was working over there that oh, cool. spot was really cool yeah they look I, we've actually never been there but they look like their studio looks impressive online and stuff yeah sadly he uh my old mentor sold it, and uh, now, but it's still cool. It's still, it's just called Kitchen Sink Studio now. Kitchen Sink Studio. Yeah, I haven't seen the change, but I hear good things. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll have to investigate because we're always looking for different new things. We've worked with Sonic Ranch twice and back to back, just for um, Lindy Plus Vision, and then this last June or new newest album, Junt. But I mean, we're always open to, <laughs> to mixing it up. So, well, where'd you do the first record? Our first one, um, first two were done in the two. same place. Oh uh, yeah, pink and black, and I always Luck I have to life. think. Luck and life, um, they were done at YBP um, Studios, which is in Albuquerque. 
Um, and that was just a friend of ours. Um, he, I think he's worked with a few artists in town, but it's just a local studio and he rents it from his house. And it was just a convenient kind of matchup at that time. And so we enjoyed that experience too. I mean, it was a, it was a little bit weird because we didn't specify like set studio time and we didn't like, it wasn't a lodging studio type situation. We would just kind of go there on the weekends and record and then, um, I think it, would, it just took us longer to track was my only thing. I kind of, <laughs> Sometimes recording and tracking is what they call it when you know you're actually like playing your instruments and trying to do it. That can be a tedious part for me because it's like just repeating everything over and over and trying to get it perfect. And, and you yeah, never really... Recording isn't <laughs> as glamorous. Well, I didn't think it was until you told me about your yeah. experience, but <laughs> recording's not really normally that glamorous. No, it's, it's, a, like, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, yeah. And so, I don't know, every time I had to track... I just always was like dreading it and it was just seemed like it was this long prolonged thing with YBP it was like took us months <laughs> and then we're like okay now we're ready to mix and we're ready to master but also you're more experienced too so probably over time things certain things don't take as long yeah yeah definitely I mean more confident with your skills and yeah I at yeah, home that, <laughs> in the studio yeah that that makes sense yeah because it was our first time really doing it and for our first experience, I think it was a positive one, I think. Yeah, well, I've listened to all of them back to back. I haven't listened to the whole new one yet, but I will. <laughs> uh, but And, like, it's actually really nice. Like, you'll hear certain bands where their records, there's kind of, like, a lack of continuity mm-hmm. where where it just kind of sounds like, oh, did they do that one in, like, a garage? But the last one sounded so good. And, like, <laughs> like Sonic differences that, that don't really flow well yeah and i feel like i could listen to all your music back to back and it does gradually get cleaner you know over time yeah. that's that's natural but it all kind of seems like a consistent evolution of a sound and it's not like well that one album's totally way different than yeah. this one it's all like it's still sound you have like a sound a very like specific sound but yeah. it's it's not like all the songs sound the same i'm not mm-hmm. like saying that yeah but it's <laughs> yeah. like it like I don't know, it's just like it's a growth that I've I've noticed and yeah, and a cool. consistent kind of feel where it's not like all of a sudden you. it's that's like very nice. it's yeah. not like what are they doing on this album? You can make a really album? nice Lindy Vision playlist. <laughs> <laughs> is what you're telling us. Well, and you guys are on Spotify too, right? So we are, yeah, we are, we are on a lot of streaming yeah. platforms. Yeah, you're all you're all. Streamers. I was stoked when I looked on on uh, Apple Music. I'm like, yeah. sweet, they're on there. Yeah, cool. li- that's the easiest yeah. way for me to listen to music. Vision anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Pretty accessible. Google-less. We like yeah. that. Yeah, I was I was really impressed by the the professionalism of your the way you package everything. It looks really well put together. Thanks. And you're completely independent, right? We are self-funded. <laughs> self. We manage ourselves. Yeah. Yep. Find oh, ourselves. So cool. We produce ourselves. I guess that's what that would be. Yeah. We make all of the visuals you see online. Run all of our pages. Oh, so if you message us, it's actually us talking. <laughs> yeah. Not some PR. Well, I wasn't even <laughs> sure, you know, because I started with the Instagram, and you're like email. So I was like. Do I need to talk to your manager? It's <laughs> three heads, so yeah, everybody gets access. I think one of it. us can't open the Instagram, so it's like okay. one of us got locked out. Yeah, yeah, the Instagram—it's not the best way to get a hold of people. I, I actually hate using it to communicate, but yeah. it was the way I connected with you guys initially, so that's yeah. why I was like, no, "Well, that's, that's what it. I know." <laughs> Sometimes, but. I mean, these are all social media platforms, and they're all super helpful, but they can also be overwhelming, especially for a little independent band trying to. Totally. navigate you know that whole arena so for us email 
it might be old school, but it's the best way for us to keep track. Like, I think at one point we were just getting messages and we we just lost track of them and we felt yeah. bad that we weren't responding and it wasn't that we were being a-holes. We were just like, we didn't know that we got that or yeah. something. So the most organized, and I think we even announced it on our Facebook, like the most organized way we could think of was to just email us like if you even on our website it's that's like how you would book us if anybody ever wanted to book lindy vision for a show we usually mm-hmm. go well, through that's email. smart <laughs> i need to get actually i kind of learned from you and other people too it's like i need yeah. to just be more about my email but i never check my email i'm like the opposite i never <laughs> check my email, my email never check. <laughs> no yeah. i need to get better like because oh, okay. on my phone my facebook i'll just get an alert but my yeah. email isn't set up to alert me because i get so much junk mail oh. i'll check it every once in a while but it's mostly just to delete like yeah. junk mail yeah um, yeah it can it can be profession- kind of like the more professional people i work with mm-hmm. use like <laughs> like when i actually work with artists who have management Mm-hmm. It's always email and like yeah. you know very yeah. pro. So yeah, that's you're doing we, the right thing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've, we're like, are we too old school? Should we just be like messaging people? I mean, on I do Facebook, <laughs> but I'm not. Maybe I'm not as like mm-hmm. professional as I should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know. We you know. we're all very like prof- like in our personal lives, we have like serious professions. So I think that's kind of like where we learned it. Like. This is just how that. Business. <laughs> yeah, that's how I run done. my life. Yeah. Well, you're obviously, you know, you can release records, you can finish projects. That's most artists can't do that. So you're already ten steps ahead of everybody else, yeah. generally. <laughs> Not everybody, but your <laughs> average indie artist, artist, you know. Yeah. yeah, the music business is. I mean, it's like any other business. It's it's a hustle, and I I say that in like one of our songs a a manic I think it's all a hustle in the end and that's because I mean it really is like I feel like you're just kind of in the grind of everything like if you're not making music and I feel like this kind of came from like hip-hop like if you're not releasing music (laughs) like you're not relevant anymore or people are just like (laughs) even one of our articles that somebody found us on um I think it was from 2014 and it was the pace magazine like one of the new mexico artists to look for and it was a film a film company that wanted to work with us and they were like we found this article of you online but it was hella old <laughs> is what they told us and i was like i don't know to us we were like oh well, we were just happy that we got and that was like kind of new that wasn't <laughs> yeah. that old like, we're like, <laughs> it was two years old but we're like oh we still like love that article we're like yay um yay to us but yeah i mean if people aren't talking about you if you're not trending if you're not making moves it's kind of like well lindy vision who or <laughs> i know it's so hard i recently had a guest who um kind of got a little bit famous for having a viral video his video mm-hmm. which was all over millions of views like ashton kutcher shared it like oh, all like oh, celebrities wow. and lil wayne all these people shared Dang. it It was a big deal yeah and his thing was like you know once you grow go viral you think you make it but then you realize that now that you're in the viral game there's like all these other viral people that go viral every month yeah. and so going viral once isn't really yeah. do anything for you mm-hmm. yeah and we're like yeah, that's like such a sad thing to hear. I know. Even more, for, probably sadder for him, who's like, "All right," and then it didn't. Yeah. I mean, he's doing great. He's actually doing really well. But yeah. For, you know, once once Ashton Kutcher is sharing your stuff, you think you're about to get signed, and you know all you're this like, stuff. I'm kind of a big deal. I've hit yeah. it now. So it's like you get here, and then you realize wherever you are, there's like a bunch of other people right there with you. Yeah. Just keep going, but mm-hmm. that's why you do it for the love and not for the success. 
Yeah. Success is good, but yeah, I think you have to define success for yourself before you let anybody else define it. And I think Dave Chappelle said this: like you have to set your price before anybody else will set your price. Like I don't know, and that's always been like important for us. Like we know what we will and we won't do, and we have our standards and our values, and we have our like our little. We're not business majors or anything, but we have a business plan and we have our mission and value statements and. We try to just stay true to ourselves, and we really don't compare ourselves to any any artists locally, or even. I mean, I guess maybe like like on an international level, or like nationally, but like locally, because I think that can happen. Like in the scene, you start comparing yourself or looking at other bands or what are they doing, or and really, I just we just try to stay within our in our lane and what we're doing and stay focused like june's coming out that's all that matters for us right. <laughs> 27 well, it's good to like learn from your peers be like oh well, they're doing that that seems to be working or, yeah. oh they tried that thing we were talking about trying and it didn't work let's <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't yeah. learn from their mistake not do that yeah mm. yeah i think it's it's a, that's always a good point to make like it is good to be like okay that's happening but friendly competition <laughs> you know yeah sometimes i mean for us it's just it, I don't know. You're doing your thing and it's working. <laughs> it's great, you know. Yeah. So that's cool. I don't no. know. The lo- oh, we impressed. enjoy our local scene, but sometimes it can be, I don't know. It could be real competitive. I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm staying away from the local scene <laughs> conversation. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. We just stay in our lane. We well, because our you want to yeah. make it. It's always like kind of like when you look at the UFC stuff with like Holly Holm or. Um, John Bon Jones, those big UFC fighters, like in the local arena, there's a lot of fighters in Albuquerque, and and they got national attention. And so, I mean, on one level, Lindy Vision, we don't want to just be a local band. We don't want to just be an Albuquerque band. Do we want to represent Albuquerque, New Mexico? Of course. We this is our hometown, and we love it. But, I mean. We always aim really high. <laughs> you don't want to be trapped as like that a local band. Yeah. And so it would be nice. I mean, we are always looking at overseas audiences. We found a lot of like overseas bands like we we love. Like the Clean is not from the US. Um I don't know. Yeah, they're from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, we found a lot of Cana- Canadian bands that we like. Like I love Metric, Wolf Parade. The These are kinda of, the oh, yeah, hives Wolf, are Wolf Parade, so. <laughs> Yeah, there's just like from Canada, the hives are from Sweden. No, I just said the hives there for now. Oh, I was like... Yeah. So we're just always looking at getting kind of the most exposure as we can. Um, And we've gotten a lot of... Not a a lot. We've gotten a fair amount of support from out-of-state people. We've never toured. Um, One day we hope to, but, I mean, touring's a whole other beast. That's a whole other (laughs) beast. I just don't see us touring. (laughs) Because we're We're siblings. As siblings, yeah. As siblings, we would probably kill each other on the road. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole, like, beauty of the Internet. and You can actually, I mean... Maybe it's not the same, but you can definitely still have a, a valid career without touring now. Yeah, it's amazing. That's the cool thing about the internet. The internet mm-hmm. sucks, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we just want our, our music to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And and we're really honored that you have us on your podcast <laughs> yeah, no, um, to expose us to your audience. Because, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people who are like, I've never heard of you guys or I've never seen you play. And in our little our little microcosm of a world, we're like, we've played a lot. Somebody like you've probably seen us. We always think that everybody has seen our set. And that's not true. Like we play for new people all the time. 
and and we play for you know our visionaries who've seen us play a bunch of times. So, I mean, you just kind of have to get out of your head sometimes when you're performing or when you're doing things. And the ultimate goal for Lindy Vision is to just get as much exposure and get our music out to as many people as possible because we want to inspire people to make music and to love music just as we did when we were younger. So this next track is from our new album, Junked, and it's called Division. Um, we kind of like shorter albums, <laughs> like our running total running playing time, I think, is like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like each piece. 30, 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the EP, which I forget was like maybe like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah. it's better to like I, I use this for performance is like I'd rather play a too short set than too long. 
Yeah. So you want people wanting more, not being like, okay, I'm going to go smoke now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, we yeah, definitely agree, but... It's like it's always been one of our things. Like some, I think mm-hmm. our average song is like three minutes thirty seconds. That's <laughs> like yeah. Stay true to the indie rock vibes, and yeah. most of our bands that we listen to make short to the point songs. Okay. Well, that's good. Like the so. first band I was in that went to a real recording studio it was in Albuquerque, and the band was called or the studio was called Wall of Sound. It's probably still there. The guy's name is John Wall, uh-huh. and um, he we were like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. 18 just out no i was yeah i was a senior in high school so 17 18 and we had oh, these no i'm trying i'm trying to remember i just remember but i was i was a senior because we recorded this before i finished high school okay. and uh, <laughs> and i was uh the singer guitar player and it was like a kind of like pop punk indie rock kind of style oh, band cool. and um we had these like epic songs we thought we were like making these amazing symphonies and like <laughs> long songs <laughs> and uh and we weren't that great you know we had cool riffs and cool things but our our producer the engineer he was like let me teach you about a term called musical masturbation <laughs> and he's like it's when you just play and play for the sake of playing and it's not really serving your song yeah. and then he's like if and he's like i know people are really touchy about their music but if if i could just kind of Oh my God. And so he made us like cut, like he's like, you know that like four minute bridge? You don't need that. <laughs> and we were like, it was hard for us. We're like, yeah. but we spent so much time crafting yeah. it. But in the end, it made our music much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Still wasn't great, but it was, <laughs> it taught me a lot to this day how I write music. I, it's more about awesome. short. And they reminded me like punk, that's where I came from, was making punk music. Yeah. It's just like yeah. Fast, quick. To like the point. That, over. Yeah, it's more yeah. about the emotion and, and creating a feeling and then letting it, you know, kind of go and then you want more of it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's why we it. like punk bands so much. Like, we like The Clash, you know, and mm-hmm. we like offbeat songwriting, like, from Lou Reed and stuff for that same reason. You don't have a producer at all? You guys write your own no. stuff, period? No. But we'll probably that's need one dope. for the we'll need one for the next album, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, at, at this rate, you're building so fa- yeah. so quick and getting yeah, so much done. I think... Yeah. I think future goals for us we are definitely open to working with somebody who we can <laughs> my maybe finesse our sound or i don't i guess the fear of working with a producer or another songwriter is that you will lose your lindy vision sound or you'll lose your and yeah you do get attached to songs even when we critique each other sometimes it's hard to let go of parts like if somebody's like i don't like that then it doesn't go. <laughs> and that can be hard, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think in the future for us, we definitely, we want we want help because it is, it is hard, you know, yeah. songwriting. And with three three heads, it's like it can be hard to make, a, like, one final decision that, you know, lasts forever because once you record it, that's it. That's the that's song. It. It's set in stone. And so yeah. if we had another sort of outside party who was like, you know, I kind of like where Natasha's going with this. Let's go with her instead of, you know. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think I think sometimes it's hard for us to kind of separate our emotions when we're songwriting and our personal attachments to things, especially for me because I write things and then I'm like, I just, I don't know, I, I marry it. Like the origi- I'm always like, once I originally write it, I'm like, that's it. 
it's done. It's ep- epic, and it's hard for me to change it. But when these two come in, because that's kind of how our writing goes, we one of us comes up with a part, and then the other two come in and add to it. And that's how we write. So sometimes it's hard for that person who wrote the core of the song to kind of change it. But a lot of the times we do have to change it because the emotion and the mood changes once two other bodies and two other people bring their vision to it. And it becomes... I. I always listen to the originals and then the, what it became, and I, I love them both equally, ultimately, in the end. And so it's it's always different, but it doesn't mean it, it's bad or anything like that. It's just different. Do you make demos before you go to the, the real studio, or how do you how do you build your songs? Like, do you just play them live with each other and then change them? Or do you kind of record something and kind yeah. of pick it apart and change it? Yeah, we do... Um, some of our own tracking at our house we have like a, our own home studio and so we'll do like these rough we'll kind of like record. Do you all live together too we used to oh, okay. <laughs> and that made it easier mm-hmm. and that's why we were able to crank it out but now we all kind of this is our first year i think living apart so mm. 2017 was also everybody living on their own um but yeah so we'll record like a quick and dirty kind of thing on our iphones or whatever just like play, let's play it this way yeah you'll play it the track yeah. live so we'll track it live and then and then we'll all listen to it and then we'll say okay if i like that or it, we'll say if we want to go forward with it and so usually all three people have to say they want to go forward with it before we work on it and then like the next few sessions are like us solidifying parts and really fleshing it out and then yeah before we go to the studio this last time we were kind of sloppy and we didn't really use like some of our, our tracking material, but we used like our iPhone ones, <laughs> which is also why Sonic Ranch is awesome because they were able to still use our rough demos that way. But yeah, we did kind of track the whole album before we went so that we kind of knew the beats per minute or the timing and things like that. Oh, yeah. See, I've been so com- in my computer with my music the last few years, and I kind of like forget what it's like to make yeah. a music with actual drums and actual like you have to keep the time <laughs> instead of just like yeah. I program it and then yeah. press play and it's mm-hmm. perfect and then I just write my lyrics and that's it yeah. but, but I used to play drums in a band too you know so I've done I've done the whole acoustic instrument thing for yeah. a long time oh, yeah. um, so it's cool to kind of talking to you is like reconnecting with my roots mm-hmm. and the I style know. of music too like if I was like 15 and I had heard you guys I would be like obsessed with your band like that was the style i loved as a kid like Mm -hmm. the guitar the rock the kind of i mean you're more than just i keep saying punk but that's (laughs) there's so much more to you you're kind of like that indie like i'm terrible at genres i don't know genres is hard (laughs) and you guys say electronic on like itunes yeah it's like you don't know what to say like what do you call it yeah each of our albums got labeled like a different genre (laughs) i think one is rock one is electronic and then one is pop (laughs) i think rock is the easiest blanket term to give it yeah yeah what do you do like like all the tracks i make they're technically electronic but yeah it's hip-hop. but it's hip hop yeah but sometimes i play guitar like you never know, you know? <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean that's the fun part it's like you want to you want to make something new so it's like maybe they'll make a new genre for you specifically mm-hmm. just cuz they can't figure it out so so our latest project is um, called Junt and some people might wonder what that even means um, so if you google it or if you look it up um, the definition of Junt it's like a it's made from a vegetable fiber. Um, it's, so it's a, 
what is it? It's like a material. It's but it's basically what burlap is made out of, and so um, the fiber, as just a single strand, is pretty weak. You can tear it pretty weakly or pretty easily, and the, but if you wo- weave them together to make like a burlap thing, it, they're really strong. And so we thought that was really cool because that's kind of how we see our relationship and ourselves, like individually, not individually that we're weak, but we're much stronger together. Like my my mom always thought that about us. My dad sees us like that. Like everybody in our family sees us stronger together. And that's how I've always seen us. So it was just natural for us to call the album Junt. And then when we were little, we used to play house together. Um, and we called it Junt. We didn't call it house. We called it Junt. And so the fact that it actually meant something, it had a definition is just I guess ironic or funny. Um, oh, that's cool. You broke from the <laughs> word plus word thing you were doing. We didn't know that's what it meant. I mean, yeah. We were that young. Uh, how did you come up with that name? It was yeah, her why name. Would you when we played it? house. Her <laughs> name was June. My yeah. name was. What was my name? Carla um, was Christine. Christine. I was June. I was Charlene. <laughs> and Nay was Charlene. I don't know where I came from that either. Mm, you're right. like I'm June. Probably from all my children. <laughs> used to yeah. watch that obsessively. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably from some soap opera or something yeah, crazy. Yeah. But yes, this was our. This is our first album. That we broke from the plus theme, which we held very strongly to. We, I don't, I don't even know how that really started. We just kind of thought it looked cool. Well, like, I think we thought the pluses. Of it because we liked Led Zeppelin, and they came out with Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin one, or Led Zeppelin two, then three. They had a theme with their album releases, so that's how. I thought of it, but I don't know where the plus came from. That's kind of a not a hashtag. That's hard to trend. So now Ooh, we got rid of it. That's a good point. No. Yeah. yeah, for marketing purposes, and also we're just growing up, and it's always good to change your style, keep evolving. And June is definitely an evolution for Lindy Vision. It's I think it's an amazing album, one of our best. That's cool. so cool. That's and, great. And when you say it like that, <laughs> I like yeah. it. And my listen to it. You say it like that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, buy it. <laughs> yeah, no buts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so your song content. That's one thing that we wanted to touch on too. Is the, the lyrical element yeah. and just like the maybe not just the lyrical, but but the meaning behind what you're doing, but. Lyrics are easy, easiest <laughs> yeah, way to talk about. <laughs> um, for me, I kind of, I mean, yeah, this year was really kind of a crappy year for us as a band, like as, as a family, as a band. Um, we lost our mother this year. It was, and we've never lost anybody in our immediate family or we haven't dealt with death in this, in this realm or this situation. So it was a very new territory for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we took... A lot of time and it was yeah it was just a crazy time period I think whenever you have you face death it's you face your own mortality you face your questions with time you you look at your life like am I where I'm supposed to be just I mean so it was really just kind of a turning point for us like what are we doing with our lives and and we've always kind of I mean, every band has their point where they're like, are we going to keep going or are we going to stop or what are we wasting our time? And we'd always kind of question and we would had a lot of issues prior to my mom passing. Like, what was the future for Lindy Vision? Like, are we wasting our time? And, and I think after that happened for us, we just pulled together and we got a lot closer. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of craziness going on because when you face death, it's it's a very surreal experience. And I think we're still processing and still grieving and still trying to understand the loss of 
a loved one and our mother. Um, but yeah, you're, yeah, you're just trying to understand everything. And so for us, we, we clung to each other and sometimes clinging to each other, you can want to pull away and fight and all of that. So we, we fought and we yelled and we screamed and we kicked and we, we had everything. We did, we went through every emotion in the book together. And then ultimately we, we came together as sisters and as a family and as a band and we're like, this is it. You know, this is Lindy Vision. This is our legacy. And the album cover is a picture of our, our mom, our mom's prom picture. Her senior picture. Her senior picture. Yeah. Sorry, not prom. <laughs> but it's her it senior picture. Like it does yeah, look like prom. Because <laughs> she has like this little frilly like top mm-hmm. thing on. Um, but that the album cover cover is a picture of her mom. And the back is a picture of her when she was a child. Um, so it's a tribute project as well. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to call it a tribute project because I don't necessarily... There are songs on the album that are you can kind of see that this feels like death or this is like something coming to an end. Like trying um, one of the tracks is definitely kind of a, a somber like death song, I would say. Um, Hands was maybe a memorial track for our mother. Um, but yeah, I don't think the whole thing... The whole thing for us kind of captured this chaotic moment like just losing something that you're you're never going to see again like we're never going to get that back we're never going to get our mother back you know I mean yeah I was just trying to capture that but I don't know if I want to call it a tribute album but yeah I mean we definitely it's definitely a dedication in there yeah yeah, like our mom was a big part of our lives like she's the reason we were here I mean nine months for each of us she made the ultimate sacrifice for all of us and I mean there isn't a day that hasn't gone by that I don't think about her or I don't miss her and so yeah that whole and she was always so proud of us she she had seen a few of her shows and Mm -hmm. and she was just so proud of us and she loved Lindy Vision and she'd save all of our little clippings and like the alibi or she'd always find out when we were playing and she was just the cutest with our band and so I think if we ever questioned Lindy Vision going forward or ever questioned what we were doing, I think it ended when when she left us. Like, we didn't question it anymore. We were like, this is what we're doing. We're finishing it out, whatever that means. Yeah, us. I mean, it meant, it meant a lot to her, you know, and it's yeah. probably to see her three daughters, too, to, to be have that bond. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. So I think, I mean, I never met your mom. I just really yeah. just getting to know you all now but how could she not be proud you know so yeah that's awesome it's a good gift you know yeah i wish she could have seen it but but you know i mean she did you know mm-hmm. she saw yeah where you were going and yeah she was good. always cute but as a band that's that's kind of a unusual since you're sister you shared that tragedy as well and mm-hmm. normally if there's a band and there's a tragedy within the band it's it's not an equal Wait, it's like maybe something happened to one member or something, yeah. but for you all, it's like equally personal, mm-hmm. so profound effect on your band for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean that in a way that's that was the nicest part, like having siblings to share, to almost share the pain with. Like I, I can't imagine being an only child and having to lose a parent. It's just because it is a really pain. Like 
my sisters and I still get to share the memory of our mother. We like even when we were driving over here, we we're talking about memories of her that like make us smile or make us laugh because that's what we want to remember. You know, like I don't want to remember anything else about my mom. I just want to remember the good times. So, so yeah, we we got to share that. Well, that's a very special story. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. me and us. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, we're still <laughs> sorry. I took it somewhere. <laughs> no, that's um, how it goes. This is the beauty yeah. of podcasting. Yeah, I mean, it goes June, everywhere. Yeah, June, it was really a big project for us. And it was really, it happened during a really personal time for us. And so we are definitely really proud of it. And we're glad that we get to share it with our listeners and our visionaries and you. And we're glad that, you know, you're enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. even if you didn't, we were still honored that you listened to it because yeah. not everybody's music gets heard. You may put it out there, but it may never get heard. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just nice to get the feedback and to, to hear that you heard it. Yeah, and uh. a big reason, like, I think that our mother is the cover is because um, just of her nature, like, she was a real survivor. So um, making the album and finishing it was important because it was also paying tribute to even being alive. Like, she made these lives, and we're going to make it uh, something. You know, we're not going to waste our lives. You know, she made us for a reason, so let's keep going. Because there was times in this album where I, I got tired of, of like, um, writing my part. But I was like, I got to keep going for, for Moz, because we called her Moz. And it was all for her. Don't want to waste this life. You only get one. Yeah, do it the best you can, absolutely. Give it your all. So, so yeah. wow, yeah, that's so deep you know it's like where do we go with that yeah super <laughs> intense oh yeah i don't know why it's only here because i was just joking at work um well one of our tracks <laughs> called manic which you guys will get to hear today um we can talk a little bit about that because that that track actually for me when i was writing it nay and i actually wrote this without carla and sometimes that's what happens like and one member member can't make practice, and the other two can, and so they just go forward. So Nay and I actually were writing, wrote this one together. Due to work, let me add that. Due to work, not out <laughs> Due to of, work. Not Due to a forty-hour job. Yeah. yeah. So Carla was unable to make it, and Nay. So Nay to lay down her guitar. I did vocals, and then we. And it's really hard for Nay to write without Carla because she really relies on Carla's drumming, and um, so we had our little logic um, drum beat playing in the background which is horrible <laughs> but um it just keeps us in time it's a metronome. which yeah it's a metronome um and nay and i wrote it and at that point in time as sisters i mean we had just lost our mom and as sisters we were we were fighting and we just had a lot going on and we i felt like i was going crazy and so i kind of felt like i was bipolar <laughs> or that my whole family was bipolar um and i just was feeling manic like just like losing it and I was just hoping that my sisters could see me and I didn't want them to give up on me so one of the lines is like please believe in me like I believe in you because I didn't want them to give up on me um even even if I was going crazy and so I kind of sometimes in my lyrics I'll I'll write it from different perspectives like my own perspective or how I think Carla's feeling or how I think Nay's feeling (laughs) Um, and so this song was kind of like that I was like because we were just all, we were not together at that point. And, You're and feeling then, a bit manic, you say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what this track is. And it's one of my, my favorites. Um, yeah, and the, I really the liked album. their parts that they wrote because um, it reminded me of 
our favorite bands or one of our favorite bands, Joy Division. So definitely my drum part is um, an homage or paying tribute to to Joy Division and that kind of fast drumming. And you just feel the rhythm is reflecting the lyrics. So I was very happy that I finally got to play a really true Joy Division drum beat. And I love playing drums, so got it on this record. next for you all well we have our album release show coming up we'll be playing at dole brewery in albuquerque and that's on 10 28 17 that's a pretty big halloween weekend it's not 
exactly doesn't fall exactly on Halloween, but it's Halloween weekend, and a lot、oh, of、yeah. people will be having their Halloween parties. So Joel will be having theirs with Enchanted Pop Up.、Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a photo booth, tarot card readings, all kinds of stuff, and we'll be performing a lot of our new songs. So you should definitely. Go yeah, out this is、you're... the big album release party. <laughs> this is、too. the big album.、Yeah. So this album we also didn't press as many as we normally do.、Um, so it's kind of like a limited edition.、Um, and as we said before, it has it's a very sentimental kind of album cover. It has the picture of our mother. Our mother. So pretty exciting if you get a copy of that because I'm sure we won't have. We probably won't have. I mean, I don't think <laughs> we may not sell out this show, but we probably won't have a lot for. A, Like future shows, they're gonna sell out. <laughs> yeah, just be there if you want out, one. So, yeah, if you want a physical copy, this is the show to get one at. The only chance.、Um, and we also have <laughs> maybe eBay later, but that'll be so expensive. <laughs> right for like、oh, a、man. grand on eBay.、Um, but yeah, we also will be releasing、um, a new video for this project. So,、um, Carla. Do you want to tell? <laughs> yeah, what's what's up with your your video content? That's、Our、something video, we haven't、yeah. really talked about too much、yeah. this year. The fact that you do, you have tons of videos, like、right? what six at least? I think at、Jeez. least six. six yeah,、line. which is pretty good for for. I mean, you do have a lot of releases as well too, but still,、we、that's、do. pretty good. Yeah, we try yeah. to do at least at least one video for each album. So. One to two videos, I think, is what we're averaging,、mm-hmm. um, because we think it's important to give a visual、um, to your sound. So, and we, and that's kind of the fun part as artists. For us, we get to conceptualize the whole thing and and kind of write the storylines. And <laughs> it's almost like being a little mini filmmaker because the girls and I, we love movies.、Um, so you make your own videos as well, or we, yeah, well we. We we've gone back and forth. So on some some we've had people film them,、um, and then some we filmed ourselves.、Um, but yeah, we come up with the concepts. We do our own hair. We do our own makeup. We do the storyline. We do the bad acting. <laughs> we do it all.、Um, if we have、um, guests in our in our videos, we direct them. So we tell them what we want them to do. But yeah, the videos are pretty much all all of us.、Um, And do you edit them as well? No, no. <laughs> that's not what we.、Do. Yeah, that's the hard part.、Um, our friend Ian Such Stewart. Such a hard part. It、oh、is. is <laughs> yeah, it looks really hard. Basically, we we do all this footage and have all these crazy ideas, and then we hand it to our friend Ian Stewart.、Um, he runs, I think his company's. I don't want to mess this up. It's like Vision House. Does that sound about right? It sounds right. <laughs> But he's a solo kind of、um, local film editor, and he's he does stuff. Kind of freelance, so if you ever want to find him, he's on Facebook, Ian Stewart.、Um, but we've been working with him for years, and so he pretty much edits all of our videos.、Um, we've had a couple of、uh, friends of ours,、um, Anna and Peter,、um, shots of Jaeger. They have a a new documentary coming out. I think it was just was featured at Santa Fe Film Festival. But anyways, they've shot videos with us. They did our White Horse video and yeah, stop moving, and they did the editing for that. So we've worked with a. A handful of great people and friends.、Um, the only thing with with trying to stay local is that a lot of our friends <laughs> end up leaving, and so we kind of are always open to working with new people.、Um, and we're not super rich, so sometimes budget can be an issue.、Um, but、totally. you know, <laughs> if you're open to kind of working with us, we'll work with you.、Um, I mean, art is kind of like that. You know, it's just. You want to put it out there, but yeah, art's not cheap. It's not free.、Um, the film, f- 
film costs, filming costs money, mm-hmm. people's equipments costs money. So this is all. But yeah, we love doing the videos. And the last two videos for um, that we just did for June, we're going to be releasing this week. <laughs> I know you on Instagram, you were kind of like we've been teasing. teasing yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've been working on, it, on those the last month or so. Um, and yeah, we're going to release one. Um, but yeah, those were a lot of fun. We we try to just always have fun with our videos and that's cool and you were saying something on the break about um (laughs) no um yeah because like all of our videos kind of have like a spooky component to it uh because we all are fans of horror films so if you watch our videos you'll see that you know there's some creepy aspects like if you um viewed our video for white horse at the very end um there's two LV members in the corner of the room that actually um, came from Blair Witch Project. We like that <laughs> film. And at the end, they're, they're the guys in the corner. So that's one aspect. And then we wear the mask um, that was featured in Pink and Black. Uh, that's kind of spooky. Um, and what else? We did some other horror film-like things. And we always do that because we like we like being scared. And that's why you're releasing your album on uh, Halloween party? Exactly. This is the Halloween episode. There's another video that did another great job. Oh, God, we've done a lot. Cheers really. for You wasn't like that. Oh, no, that was more of a tribute to where yeah. we went to. We went Cheers to for You. Um, Carla and I actually got to go to India last year, um, Bangalore, India. And so we had a... I mean, Nay wasn't there with us, so we couldn't do, like, a full video there. But um, yeah. we wanted to feature, you know, some of that experience. Even We weren't there... For Lindy Vision, like playing or anything, we were just there as like sisters as family. Um, but we wanted to share that experience because it was really awesome, you know, to be in India. So yeah, use that opportunity <laughs> to get a cool yeah. video. Yeah, so we shot some footage there, um, and then of course our friend Ian did his magic, and it came out really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought, but that was cheers to you, and what else? that one wasn't really spooky though. But yeah, sometimes I mean, I guess not all of our videos are. We don't always do a horror theme. <laughs> we just try to do things that we like. Like, we'll, I don't know. We get a lot of ideas from other big artists um, that we've seen their video. Like, Stop Moving was inspired by um, a video from Major Lazer. So if you're familiar with Major Lazer, they have, and I forget the song. I'm pretty bad with, I'm pretty bad with remembering names. Um, but, yeah, they have a really cool kind of black light neon-esque um, video and so that I've I just see things and I'm like I've always wanted to do that and so as an artist now we get to do it and so it's, well, it's kind of fun to play with the visual element because as a yeah. musician you don't that's kind of a lacking element um, yeah. artistically yeah you yeah we don't want to just sell singles we want to sell like a concept uh, we want people to kind of understand it like we want we always call our fans visionaries, and we want them to see the vision, and we want them to feel a part of our projects and our lives, our, our, our band. <laughs> like, our visionaries are a part of our band. So, yeah, we hope that our videos, I don't know, we hope that they come across and people understand them. We usually get pretty good feedback from what people see online. So That's so. a great point. We actually just, our videos are often inspired by the art that we're viewing or the art that we've seen. So stop moving like the one of the shots is me like um, highlighting the mask, the black mask. And that actually came from one of my one of these odd films I saw one day called Liquid Sky. And I've always just wanted to do that same thing that she did in, in that movie at the very end where she highlighted her face. And so, yeah, our musical or all of our video content usually comes from the art that we're viewing at the time or that we're inspired by. 
Yeah, it's like life inspires art. <laughs> I always just think about art and the art world, like that you can't really, it's priceless. Like you can't put a price on it. But like for us, it probably saved our lives like in our adolescence. Like that's the only thing we looked forward to was going to shows and, and seeing artists and buying their new album. And I mean, the music industry and where everything's at now, people kind of just buy singles or they just stream. But I still think they're... I still buy CDs. <laughs> I know. She we're kind of just at Best Buy. We're kind of a part of like a dying generation where people don't really buy CDs anymore. They don't buy albums. Um, and I don't... I mean, that's kind of sad to me. Like, I still want people to want to listen to the entire album. Um, and there are some artists still out there doing that. And they have a full concept. Um, I just saw Kevin Morby play at Meow Wolf a couple of weeks ago and his his album is amazing and that to me I'm like I couldn't pick the album apart and it's been a while since I've had a, heard an album like that where I wanted like I got it it was called City Music and so I just like I felt like I was on tour with Ke Kevin Morby when he wrote that like <laughs> that's how that album felt and so I hope our album Junt does that for people like I hope they feel something are they like oh I was there with Lindy Vision or this this like is a monumental moment for them. Like, they always remember when they play this album where they were at or something. Like, is this it? I always remember being in high school with that album. <laughs> like, when Interpol comes on, I remember where I was at with that album. Mm -hmm. And so I want I want our albums to be like that for people, and I want Junt to be like that for people because mm -hmm. it's That's our cool. baby, and we had fun making it. So, <laughs> and it's, sure. yeah, if you're in yeah. downtown Albuquerque on 1028, come by Duel and Please. Hang, out, hang out with us. Yeah, Dole's a great place. Mm -hmm. Fun place to play. And... Yeah. Lots of space. <laughs> so <laughs> like, much space. It's you won't crazy. feel like you're crowded. And yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. we just want to give a, a shout out to our visionaries. Thank you guys for listening to yeah, us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We hope yeah. to see you at our next show. All right. What's that last song we're going to play? Oh, it's called Distractions. This one's for the ladies. One, two, three.